Welcome everybody to the Fast Movers Dynasty Podcast, exclusive podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. This is episode 32. I'm your host, Jin, and with me, as always, is our leader, commissioner extraordinaire, and Juju Smith-Schuster social media manager, Lance. What's up, Lance? That's world champion Juju Smith-Schuster social media manager, Jin. You're right. (laughs) You're right. I mean, congrats, Juju. I mean, you're making waves on the Twitter. It's pretty crazy. I I love some of I mean, it's fun. It's fun. I, I wouldn't say you got the credentials, Juju, but I mean, it's it's all good, right? It's all in fun. He got the ring, so I guess that's all the credential that's, you need. That's all that matters, man. Yeah, man. That was, what a game. But uh, lots of things have happened um, in the sports world since we last recorded an, ep- an episode. Um, but, you know, even though this is a dynasty football podcast for our league, we got to open up this pod talking some hoop because a lot has happened um, as a fellow trade addict myself. Um, I mean, watching your Lakers make some of these moves at the, around the trade deadline uh, was pretty cool. And then um, seeing Kyrie and Durant head West, uh, that was, that was a bomb. So how are you feeling about the West now after all this movement? I mean, it, I mean, you're sitting, yeah, I mean, you're a Celtics fan. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you love to see all these studs come to the West, right? Like the West is loaded again. It felt like, I feel like this year, like the East was better, you know, throughout the whole season, pretty much, you know, um, but damn with Durant and Kyrie coming out West, like, holy shit. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Yep. And then, you know, with my Lakers, shout out to Mina too. Um, they made, I honestly thought that that trade deadline was amazing for them. Um, just getting rid of Russell Westbrook and bringing in, uh, D'Angelo and some key players. Like, honestly, if you look at the Lakers, bro, we gave up Westbrook. We gave up like a second, like second rounders and like people that don't play for three starters. So I think that's a win. Yeah, dude. And you only have to give up one of those one first, first round pick. You didn't even have to give up both of them. And that's, it's protected. So that's like, what I meant, right? Had kept bro. kept one of the picks and it's a protected top four pick. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's we're coming up to the all-star break and it's getting a little close, you know. I mean, we won tonight versus the Pelicans, but we're still like thirteenth place, like sh- shitty record. So who knows? Mm. Be a little too late. But I mean, you got those are all pretty young pieces, right? And um, I mean, the West, yeah, Luca and Kyrie, whew, that's a that's a duo right there. And then you got Book and um, Durant. It's like, damn. But I mean, LeBron and AD, if they're on if they're on top of their game and and healthy, that's I mean, come on, it's LeBron. Yep. yep. I mean, they they want a chip, you know, a couple years ago, a few years ago, with just that formula. So. I mean, I, me and Mina have been talking about it forever, man. I don't know what's been wrong with the Lakers, but just surround LeBron with shooters, bro, and spacing, and you win. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they traded for Westbrook, who couldn't even shoot. Like, come on, man. I know. If you're going to pick, like, the out. worst guy to be on that team, it was probably Westbrook. Westbrook. And, it's, oh, my Lord. <laughs> it was bad. It was um, bad. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's my... um. I'm getting older, I'm getting like more mellow or it's my, you know, I have two kids now, but I don't have this deep, intense hatred for the Lakers anymore. I don't know. It's just, um, 
I, I don't know what it is. Before, I would like, Maturity. I would, maturity, I think, I mean, that's part of it, man. And I mean, my brother-in-law is a huge Lakers fan. So he, you know, we talk about um, Lakers Celtics often about, and then lately, lately, uh, it's been more bad news on their end. So, you know, I've been more like consoling, like, it's all right. You know, you still, you still been uh, top of the league for the longest time, but yeah, just um, my hatred towards them has, uh, has gone down. A lot. I don't know. I can't put a pinpoint on it. But, you know, if it's Lakers Celtics in the finals, you know, you know what time Oh, it is. yeah, If we that got happens. to get this going again. When Yeah. when was when did we meet last? I think 2007 or something where you No, beat I think them. uh, 2010, we had the rematch in 2010 and you guys won that one. that's when Yep. it was. Yep. It's been a long time. But you you guys did beat us in what two it must have been 2008 then. Yeah, we beat you 08 and then you beat us uh, 2010. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, they haven't played each other in meaningful games in so long, so maybe that's also part of it. But, It's oh possible. uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the Lakers as much as um, I have this deep hatred now, right now for for the Rams. It's just, it's just bad. <laughs> I you just don't moved like on to that a different team. team Jin. yeah, the Rams. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, okay yeah. As no a that's Celtics fan. that's great you know I that's love that oh the Nets self-imploded, though. I, I that's great love it. It's like, oh, thank you, wait hold Kyrie. up Jen. Get out of here. hold up Jen. i just want <laughs> to say that I, I, Yo. i'm so i'm so happy for you that like your hatred for the lakers is <laughs> subsiding but i still hope you guys lose so it didn't subside on this end mm. but good luck You know, <laughs> I think you guys I got think a good part team of it is because I know maybe part of it is because I just don't feel like you guys got a shot this year. And, you know, when... When when you guys are on the top of your game, then it's like the maybe it bubbles up higher. You know what I mean? it's it's probably it because It's like you a guys dormant are at the top thing. you guys are been a top team and i've been hoping you guys lose every single year by Giannis. so you know i become Yeah. the i become like the biggest Giannis supporter you know <laughs> when it comes to the playoff times <laughs> yeah, but that's it's probably probably it. It's probably that when the Lakers, uh, you know, you know, come up to, you know, being a top NBA team again, you'll hate them again. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's, you know, all of that ranting <laughs> is for nothing cuz yeah, you're probably right. yeah. <laughs> It'll come out, but I mean, yeah, man. I mean, LeBron, I mean, you can't you can't deny greatness, right? LeBron's LeBron's great. So, Right. eh, it's all good. Um, but we just had the Super Bowl. I mean, congrats to Kansas City, uh Travis Kelsey, um and Pat Mahomes and company just um wow. Pat Mahomes, man, on a Bum ankle, just just doing work. Legendary. Micah, Micah's quarterback, right there. Yeah, man. I mean, Micah, Micah's girlfriend is from Kansas City and Micah Mm. is a, an Eagles fan. So Oh. they had a bet that like, I guess the if you lost, you have to wear the other person's jersey and change your Instagram like picture and everything. So Uh huh. Micah's repping a Kansas City jersey right now. So, <laughs> Oh. yeah. What what is he repping? Mahomes at least. Gotta be Mahomes, right? Right, I mean that would at least at least that's on your dynasty team. So you got At least some, you got some shares, some, man. yeah, you got some shares. So, <laughs> oh, eagles. and he'll be and he he'll be on your team until however long you wanna, you know, keep him for, which Yep. could be a very long time. So Yep. congratulations. Exactly. At least you get the Mahomes Dynasty uh, you know, player on your team as a consolation prize. Yeah, it was a great, great game. Um, and just the ending was a little eh, suspect, but the game was great.
there was some amazing plays. Um, Andy Reid busted out some of the some trickery that was amazing. Um, but in the back of my mind, dude, all I was all I was thinking was, bro, you guys lucky we was down to our fourth, fifth string quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I Like, know, man. bro, I mean, our that was that was a great game. Um, I mean, going back to the previous week, it's tough, man. Like, I'm sure it still hurts, you know, a little. But, you know, come next year, you guys, I mean, I saw the Super Bowl odds. You guys are one of the favorites. So you guys are going to, uh, you know, bounce back with Purdy or, you know, Trey Lance. Oh, man, I hope to God it's Trey Lance just for my dynasty leagues or dynasty leagues sakes because, bro, I traded Purdy as like a, just as a rental. I had no idea this guy was going to be what he is like. Oh, gosh. oh Any. he looks legit man He it's just does. the poise it's just the poise you know like you look at um some other qbs that were drafted like top five you know when they face pressure they just like fold you know Yeah. but anyways like purdy he's got that poise you know you can't really teach like he's just so calm collected like it, it's great to watch like he he had your team firing on all cylinders like when when uh grappolo went down you're like a ah, season wrap right but then mr purdy comes in and provides like jimmy g status you know stuff instantly that just brought like you guys won like nine straight or yeah something i know like that right i know until they broke his elbow it's like cheaters oh jeez, daryl come said on cheaters eagles why you gotta why you gotta do me dirty like that you should have made it a fair fight um but bro but i mean i still gotta i still gotta think trey lance's ceiling is definitely higher just because of his just natural like physical talents but yeah purdy got got it upstairs man So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I mean, what they're you're going hoping to decide. for you're hoping for like a Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen type of upside Mm-hmm. Trey Lance because I mean he got all the tools, you know what I mean. And I would take a Hurts and an Allen over like you know your pocket. It just offers you so much more upside, you know. But I mean, I mean every team needs like a Purdy, you know, a a manage a game manager that can get do the do what the coaches want, doesn't turn the ball over. cool calm collected leader you know and that's what you got in purdy Yeah, and Purdy can can move a little. Not like he doesn't got speed, but he can um go around the pocket, go outside the pocket, throw on the run a little bit. I mean, right his arm's not the strongest, and but I mean that's not what our offense really needs. So, can can you imagine oof. though a full off season because this guy just came in you know probably wasn't thinking he was going to even play this year. He probably didn't think he was going to make the roster Exactly. at one point. He steps in and just goes on this crazy run. Like he got, he got some surgery, you know, it's some time off, but he got a full off season with the team, man. And it's going to be a QB competition, I think. And I think it's going to make both of them better. Yep, You know what it's going I mean? to be a battle. Yep. so maybe it might not be good for my dynasty league but i think for our for our team whoever whoever ends up being the starter is gonna earn that starting job and let's go hit the ground running week one baby let's go um yeah man the super bowl it was awesome um i'm i'm glad it, i'm glad it's over because i mean while although the game was fun it was still like ah i should have been there but oh well I know me and Mina, man, both Bengals Niners would have been a bomb Super Bowl, but oh well. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So with all that out of the way, um, this is our first podcast of the offseason. 
uh, we got some off-season ideas um, percolating, thinking about it. Uh, hopefully, it turns out to be some fun content. But today, we just wanted to open up waivers, free agency, and go over a little bit of the uh, roster changes for the upcoming season. So, Kamish, I'm going to you know hand it over to you. Uh, what we got um, on Slate? Yeah, so um, you know, this we we talked a lot about this, Jin, and l let's just make this a conversation because mm. you know I feel like I feel like um right now as our rosters currently stand, uh, we started about nine players. Um, you know, we decided on that we would make it a super flex, and you know we're obviously keeping that. Um, but right now we start one QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex. Um, one super flex. We have six bench spots, three taxis. Oh, 16, excuse me, 16 bench spots, three taxis and three IRs. Um, and, you know, I was going, I don't know how you felt like throughout the season, but I just felt like our starters were a bit short. Like I had, like my bench was pretty deep. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. what do you think? Yeah, man. Like, I feel like at, at, with a 10 team league, with just starting nine it's it's way too shallow it's way too um e i wouldn't say easy to feel the starting lineup um that's like competent um and it's makes it makes like you your depth is not challenged as much you know like you have guys on your bench like you're saying just just sitting there but it would be nice to you know add that one extra guy on your starting lineup to make your more start decisions and um, try to try to even out. You don't have, you're not just going for the studs. You depth actually matters more. So yeah, that's how I was feeling, even though my team is lacking depth and superstars, but that's how I felt like on the outside looking in. Right. And I, I would have to agree with you. Right. Um, like I feel like as a, like a manager who, you know, I want to make this different from a redraft league. And I, I, you know, I mean, we're playing dynasty and I feel like top to bottom, like as a, just from my perspective as a dynasty, like let's say owner or manager, you know what I mean? I kind of want to be rewarded for like depth, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like having a great ro overall roster and not just having, you know, the best top roster, which kind of is kind of what redraft feels like, you know what I mean? And I feel like, for dynasties, the rosters are bigger. So I feel like our starting spot should be bigger because it leads to more strategic decisions down the line. You know what I mean? Like if everyone has a stud lineup, then what are we even, why would you ever trade that away for depth? You know, what yep. I mean? but it just opens up so much stuff of, Hey, you know, my, my flex, we're starting a couple flexes now. Like my flexes are weak, you know, like, do I do I trade my stud for two depth pieces? Does that make my roster overall better? You know, I, I like those kind of strategic decisions, and I think by adding another flex option, um, well, it's a step in a direction where I think will be a lot more fun for everyone, and just offer more like you know dynasty fun and strategy. Yeah, I agree. Like um, when the more starters you add, the more that the the depth matters the depth way matters more and yeah those trades that's the stud for two or three pieces that it it makes a lot more sense when you need to start more guys so yeah i totally agree um i don't even think 10 what, what we're gonna be starting 10 is gonna be enough so we'll i mean we'll talk about that too but 
Yeah, man, I agree with you 100%. Let's go. Yep, and I mean we, we don't we don't want to make too much dramatic changes. So I think adding a flex this year, um, with possibly the intention of adding more spots too. You know, we'll, we'll see how it is. It's all a learning process here. We're all in our second year of dynasty, um, so it's something we're we'll address next year too. Um, so just to announce, we are going to add one flex um, to our starting. So instead of a start nine, we'll start ten, um, and then with this added starting spot you know we decided that hey let's let's add a, a little bit more on our roster so we're going to add one more taxi spot and two uh two more ir spots for sure man the ir yeah three irs i was like at one point i had i had like <laughs> choke guys on the ir yep. um so it would be nice to be able to add a couple more of those there and and open up some roster spots so yeah, yeah man the ir spots that's that's going to be clutch for a lot of teams Right. And I, I feel like IR spots, and this is just my opinion, like, I think at one point I had like five dudes on IR and then like IR guys were kind of clogging my actual bench spots. And I was like, damn, I can't drop. Like, who do I drop? But I feel like if a player gets injured, like, why should you be penalized for that? Um, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. adding two IR spots makes a lot of sense. Um, adding another taxi too makes a lot of sense. We, you know, our draft is going to be four rounds. Um, currently we have three right now. So I, I think the added roster um, additions will be a nice little like feature that everybody would appreciate. Yep. 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 And the people that utilize their taxi squad to their fullest will, you know, reap the benefits of having that additional, it's basically another bench spot, although you can't tap into it, but at least you can stash some 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 guys there so exactly um, perfect i love it yeah so to recap um you know our rosters next year will consist of starting 10 players so we're going to start one qb two running backs three wide receivers one tight end two flex spots and one super flex and our benches will be 16 benches so no change to that four taxi spots and five irs Let's go. That go. sounds great. And again, we're going to, uh, it's a learning process, right? So we're going to keep tweaking each year to make it better and better. And, and yeah, we'll see what the next year is in store. Yeah. Perfect, man. I like it. I like it. Start 10. Uh, I mean, I mean, at a uh, 10 team start 10, that's still, you know, that's still on the shallow end. So I would you agree know, with you. It, I would it gives, agree. It gives us, you know, um, this is a long, this is the long haul, right? We don't need to make any shock changes. We're gonna, we're gonna go slowly, gradually, and get to that number that we, we, that's ideal. So, yep. That's, and then, yeah, moving on. Next topic. We're what is uh, speaking of, we talked about increasing our taxi squad to four. Uh, we got a, we're gonna talk about taxi squad deadlines, and um, I guess the text taxi squad years of experience limit so um yeah let's talk about um taxi squad deadline so what is what is the taxi squad deadline lance yeah so you know i think everyone was kind of confused on what the taxi squad was last year and i i mean including me because honestly we wrapped this you know league up together in like last minute um mm -hmm. but i think um, for me personally, um, I tried during the season to put in a rookie into my taxi squad, 
but it didn't let me and I was confused. And then, you know, I came to realize that it's actually a, a setting and a rule. So this taxi squad deadline states that pretty much we're going to make it at what the start of the regular season. I think that's the best way. Yeah. Yep. So basically by the start of the regular season, think of your taxi squad as like a car, right? So you're going to put people into that taxi and you can put anybody, you can move them in, you can move them out. Um, you know, but at the start of the regular season, it's locked. You know, you're the players that are in your taxi squad remain in your taxi squad and are locked at the regular season and you cannot put anyone into it. So the rule is, let, let's say your your taxi squad is holding, you know, your, your car and it start, you know, I think of it as, you know, once the regular season starts, it starts to move. Well, you know, there's only one way out of a moving car. So it can only come out, you know, um, out and you can't put anybody back in. So I think that, you know, understanding how the taxi squad works um, to start the season and this deadline um, is very important because I was very confused during the regular season. Yeah, I was confused too. I thought we could put in um, rookies that we pick up like off the free agent, but yeah, no. That's not how how it works. That's it's not like, how the taxi works. There's only no. one stop. There's only one pickup pickup time, I guess. <laughs> yep, and once that bus starts moving, man, you only getting kicked out. You can't come back in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we should keep it at the start of the regular season, yeah. Yeah, guarantee. Um that that way, you know, um all the preseason games happen, um all the, you know, knock on wood potential injuries uh should be uh, done like off season injuries should be done by then. So, um, we start of the regular season. Everybody's on your tax. You know, whoever can be on your taxi is on your taxi, and um, we'll go from there. Yep. And then moving on from this ta taxi squad years experience limit. Um, last year we had a no max, so technically you could put anybody in your taxi squad prior to the year starting, right? Um, Jen, I'm thinking maybe two years max. Yeah. I feel like a taxi squad should be one of these, you know, rookies or sophomores. And by the time, you know, year three comes along, I feel like you should know by now if you want to keep this player in your taxi or not. Yeah. You're that's, that's very generous. I was, yeah, I'm down for that. Well, sophomores. Yeah. There's some sophomores that you want to, you know, yeah, you know, think about putting there that, um, you know, some late round sophomores. I agree. It takes some, some, some players take three years, two, three years to, to blossom. So yeah, I, I like that. Um, So yeah, I can keep a couple of my sophomores on there. So that's, that'll be nice actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I sophomores, right. Junior going up to varsity, you gotta either come to the bench or get off the team. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No more than two. I think no two more. years would, that would have been like my, the top of the limit. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Okay, so next year, I mean, we're going to have a two-year player limit. So rookies and sophomores can be put into your taxi squad um, prior to the start of the regular season. Um, if they're in their year three or higher, they cannot be put in your taxi squad. And you have to hold them on your bench. And they have to be... So, so Sleeper is going to make... Let's say we're next year and one of my year two guys is still there. It's going to make me move them, right? Yes, I believe All so. Right. Perfect. I, I think it's I think it's um 
one of those things where you know like if you're if you have over like your max bench oh yeah yeah, yeah. then you can't do anything moves, yeah until you move that player so sounds good i'm assuming that that's the case you know so we'll see if anybody has a second year player moving into year three um in their taxi squad what it what it says but i assume that's gonna be what it is yeah yeah most likely sleepers pretty um on top of it they're actually a lot more strict than yahoo on 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 being over your roster limits it's pretty crazy you can't even make like little minor tweaks um on sleeper so right yeah and, man and um one question jen i know we we passed this but we were talking about this prior to us starting this podcast but ir players you know do it, i would assume that it's kind of like the same as you know in like you have to move those players from your ir up into your bench before you can start picking up you know free agents and stuff like i think yeah yeah i think so because That's how it is during the regular season, and I see no reason why it wouldn't be like that um, in the off season on sleeper. Um, so guarantee. So yeah, you gotta move. Most likely, you gotta move all your IR dudes up to the active roster before you can um, make moves and pick up some free agents uh, during the off season. So, um, well, I mean that'll that'll segue nicely into. Um, about increasing our bench over the off season. Um, do Yeah, you want perfect. to go over that or you want to talk about poaching first? Now, let's let's just, you know, talk about the bench. So um, we were going to propose that right now we have 16 bench spots. Um, and we're going to propose that in the off season, we're going to increase those bench spots to 20. And it makes sense because, you know, we're just talking about players on IR. You know, my IR is full. Um, there's people, you know, that, you know, have multiple people. in their IRs, and we're actually going to have to move those people to the bench. So I think this makes it very, like, makes it more fun in the off season. You can look for free agents, and by this, you know, we're going to cut it down by, you know, a certain point. Yep, yep. Um, and it also helps you, you know, pick up guys, um, pick up some, you know, thing guys you you want Locker to take a flyer team. on. Um, you won't have to like drop players because you draft players too. So um adding adding roster spots over the offseason is a is a nice way to, you know, make it so you don't have to drop make all these uh add drop decisions in the offseason. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, there's some players that, you know, at the end of last season, you're trying to pick up for the playoffs and maybe you don't want them this year. But, you know, it, you give, it gives you some time um, to decide that, you know, it is the off season. We're not going to like rush anybody here. We got a lot of time till the season starts. So I figure, you know, increasing the bench spot, making it so that, you know, players don't have to make a decision of do I drop this guy in February, you know, because I don't have a roster spot, um, we'll make it a lot easier, you know. Exactly. So perfect, man. Um, it's yeah, off season. It's it's starting soon. So get ready, everybody. Um, let's go. Let's double back to the poaching. Uh, there's a little bit of a change to the poaching rule now that we're in year two. Um, talk to me about that one. Yeah, so um, this year poaching was, you know, kind of like a new little spin on, you know, some strategy and dynasty. So um, last year we had a poaching rule that if you wanted someone off of another manager's taxi squad, 
um, you would offer them a third round pick. Um, or we're scrapping that this year. Um, we're going to change the rule in that if you want someone, you know, off somebody's taxi squad, you have to offer um, the same round that that person got drafted in or better. So let's say, let's say, you know, Jin is, you know, out of third rounders because he just loves to poach people, you know, last mm-hmm. year and he's out of third rounders. But let's say I drafted someone in the third round that he really wants. Well, he can offer me a third rounder, which he does not have, or a second rounder. So um, I think that is a fair way to kind of level the playing field and add a, you know, a different wrinkle to um, this poaching rule. I'm not rule. sure I understand. Oh, oh come on, Siri. No, you don't understand, Siri. <laughs> that was pretty clear to me, actually. I don't know. Siri, Siri needs to smarten up a little bit. For real, man. Get on our level, Siri. Come on. Um, yeah, and and that actually adds to another layer of strategy, right? Because um, one one team might need that player now, while the other team might prefer to um, push it back, push the draft pick back to another to the next year. So it could be a a win win situation where you know, like a contending team could use a a third round gem, but I'd rather just have the pick for next year so it'll be it'll be interesting yeah and to review some of the poaching rules um not everybody got to experience a poach i don't think this year but basically what it is if you want somebody off of somebody's taxi squad you offer them um the you know round pick that they were picked in so let's say Jin offered or drafted someone in the second round and i wanted that guy i would offer a trade to him on sleeper that had a 48-hour expiration, and you can um, look at that. It's on the screen, right? Um, so we got two days, um, and then I would send that offer to Jin. Mm-hmm. Yep, so Jin has to make a decision if he wants to accept it or reject it. Um, if he accepts it, then I get the player, and he gets the pick. Um, if he rejects it, he has to move that player from his taxi squad onto his active roster. So it does add a lot of strategy to this whole dynasty league. Yep, yep. So that, yeah, man, that's taking up I mean, a that roster crucial spot. roster spot. <laughs> yep. And yep. you got to also think like, oh, man, if I put him up there, am I dropping another dude? Is it worth it? You know, that's a yep. lot of things you got to think about. And we've had it happen last year. So if, if I counter you, that's basically essentially me rejecting it, right? Yes. So that's... um. And then unless you unless you accept that counter, then then it's just another trade. It's just a trade that happens. Right. Um, and what happens if you don't respond at all? Then it's just it just gets pushed, right? Pushed yep. through. Accepted. Gets accepted. The player will be swapped for the pick. Um, and that's it. Yep. That's that's all she wrote. So that's the poaching rules. Uh, almost the same, just a different. Um, the what you're giving back is a little bit different, but. Yeah, man, it, it it'll be strategy. fun. Yeah, because like we just said, like once that regular season starts, you cannot put anybody else into that taxi spot. So, um, you know, roster, spot, roster spots are valuable. So, I mean, who knows if this will come into play, you know, next year. But it is a little, you know, add some strategy to it, which I love. For sure, for sure. Like. It it really do, it really is a lot of strategy, especially if you're like one of the contending teams yep. that that drafted this guy, you know, project. But if I'm just like, you know, 
I can take a risk. I can go for this guy. And then, like, you got to make a decision, man. Are you going to really hold this guy who's not going to play all year on your active roster bench? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But yeah. that's how it goes. Um, so, yeah, man. So that's that's all we're going to really talk about on this first offseason podcast. We talked about uh, the roster changes, a uh, little bit of uh, the taxi changes and poaching and um so hope everybody listened in got got all the info if you have any questions you can always uh, message on the sleeper app dm text Excellent. all of the above um yeah uh, we're, we're we're available 24 7 <laughs> engine yep i will um i will type up the cliff notes once the pod drops or something like this and i will update our main google doc and repost the main google doc um into sleeper so that you know not everyone can listen to these podcasts you know um not everybody likes listening to podcasts so mm. um yep so we'll give a cliff notes for the people you know that can't listen um to the people that do, do listen like hey appreciate y'all yep for sure for sure um but i mean before we before we close let me just say Celtics are gonna win the fucking title this year, boys. So let's go, let's go, JT and JB. Oh, this best duo in the league. So I mean, I'll take I'll take a Celtics Lakers finals. Well, that'll be fun. That'll I mean, be fun. Let's bring it back. It is, man. <laughs> like, like who, come on. I mean, that's just the golden. That's just the golden age right there. So yeah, let's it's bring been, it back. It's been a while that like the Lakers and the Celtics were like really good at the same time, you know, yeah. like those 2008, 2010 um, kind of wasn't there because, you know, the Celtics were an older team, right. With like Garnett and yep. people. So it didn't really last too long, but you know, I'm hoping that, you know, these rivalries come back. Cause that's when the NBA is great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go, man. Let's, let's get these Lakers Celtics. Let's get it back. Is it's more fun. That's more. It's more yeah. fun being angry. <laughs> you know, Jin. Like I know you don't got a sweat making the playoffs, but you know we got to get there first. You know we got to win today versus the Pelicans. So mm. we're we're making our way because I, I can almost guarantee you that nobody wants to see the Lakers in the first round. Because who knows, right? Like AD and LeBron. Like you yeah. never know. <laughs> I mean, you got you got LeBron. He's just he's just coasting right now. He's just like he knows he knows what time it is. And when when to help, man. Oh my yeah, God. when to bring it, you know, bring the the A plus game. So yeah, man. He's just doing a victory tour right now. Broke the scoring record, beat Kareem up, and it's like let's I go. Should, I think he should try to smash that record because like yeah. if he could play like two, three, four more years averaging like, you know, more than twenty points a game, like that record is going to be there for a long time. You know, the longevity that he's played and the level that he's played at. I mean, it's hard. It's, it's hard to see. Like, when are we going to see that? Gosh, again, you know? man. Like you're, you're talking 20 years of just dominance at like a level that we've never seen before. You know, it's crazy. And like, I feel like he's about to hit his next prime because there's no drop off in numbers. Like, obviously, he lost a step. You know, he's not like that explosive, but he's putting up some crazy ass numbers still. And if he can do this for like, you know, two, three, four more years, like what's stopping him from just 
like shattering that record, you know? Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a record that's gonna be pretty tough to beat if if that's the case. Um, it's like it's crazy, man. We just went. I mean, Tom Brady just retired. Like we just had Tom Brady and LeBron James in our lives in the sports lives for the last twenty plus years, and both these guys just defied all odds. Eight, Father Time just caught up to Brady, but it was. It's crazy. They're like like almost mirror images of each other in the fact of longevity, top of their game, like schooling the the up and coming young kids, you know, like yeah oh man, it's it was it's been a treat. And Even then, though I hated him for so long, now it's like a a uh a begrudging respect for yeah that, for i mean that you gotta dude. just give that man respect mm. same thing with brady you know like let me ask you this jim like tom brady retired right and as of right now no question he's the goat like like i feel like brady's retirement was like kind of kind of like just pushed under the rug, you know, when he retired, unlike the first time, because, because he retired and came back. Mm -hmm. So the second time he retired, we were like, oh yeah, we know you're going to retire, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is the greatest quarterback player in NFL history retiring. You got to yeah. give him like his flowers. You know what I mean? Like, like he is a legend and it's just crazy how like, he retired and really didn't hear too much news because I think everybody was expecting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's that. I mean, he, like, like you said, he did get a lot of those flowers last year on his That's fake why. retirement. That's and why. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like if, if he didn't retire, right. And played and retired after this season, mm -hmm. it would have been blown up to like a magnitude, like, we you know haven't seen because everyone be like the goat is retiring but since he yeah. got that you know last year everyone's like all right like yeah you retired yeah or <laughs> even sure if he did like a you know you like sure? how kobe he he announced like at the beginning of the season like this is my last season yeah yep. and he just you know he had he had you know at, at every stop of the way he had like something right so brady could have done that i mean if he was if he had any any idea but maybe he just you know, Brady probably thought I got a couple years and then he just realized, man, don't no, got it. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I got some of it, some of the time, but I don't, I don't got it, you know? Right. right it it transferred over to the big cock Brock, apparently. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's nice to have the next Pat Mahomes or the next Josh Allen and the next Tom Brady on the same roster, I guess. I mean, I just, mean just whatever. Your bases, you know. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> on, Trey Lance. Let's go. <laughs> and talking about Trey Lance, hey, oh, man. man. I mean, it's the offseason. You're going to hear a lot more about this NFL draft come March and April time. And we will talk more about our, you know, the coming rookie draft and stuff. But it's exciting stuff, man. Um, I think there's going to be teams that are vying. I mean, this offseason already, Derek Carr released. You know, mm. is, is Aaron Rodgers going to have a new team? Like, it's going to be fireworks, and we will have it all covered for you guys this offseason. Yeah, dude. Maybe we'll have a little fun, like, predictions episode, like, right before free agency or something. Right? That, might be, that might be interesting. Where's Derek Carr going to go? You know, yeah, where's I mean? Carr like, going? We got a lot of quarterbacks. Jimmy G, Derek Carr. Yep. Teams need some quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, so. Tannehill might be, you know, moving. Like, there's a lot.
Yep. Incoming players, you know, outgoing players. So there's a lot to talk about, man. And it's it's going to heat up come around March and uh, April time when the NFL draft is. For sure, for sure. So, you know, we're going to do a podcast every two weeks. So um, keep keep on the lookout for that. So uh, we'll see you in a we'll talk to you in a couple weeks Um, with all that. We will conclude episode 31 of the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast. Um, yeah, man, we'll we'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the offseason. Let the uh, free agency waivers in our Dynasty League begin. Peace.